Welcome to Blake on Balls, a fantasy baseball podcast for exactly 10 people. I'm your host, Blake Williger, alongside my co-host, who is traveling once again, but is joining us this time. It's Adam Brooks. Happy 4th, Adam. Happy 4th, Blake. I'm, I'm live from our Folsom studios. Uh, <laughs> a new California have, location each time. Studios all over the state and, and the country. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's a great fourth uh, and uh, another week and another loss for me. Um, but uh, but I did not get Blake of the week. Um, I just but I was dawned on me that I'm going to get it at some point this year. And Todd's going to have so much material. He's going to have to choose <laughs> some long ass song. Uh-huh. It's going to be like it's going to be like, uh, uh, yeah, it's going to be like some like 10 minute ballad that he has to take. You like Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh-huh. <laughs> All this whole podcast Cover. is just boiling uh, up, uh, just waiting to be. Until I actually get one. Yeah, it's coming though. I can. This would have been my week, but yeah, I, I it's bound to. Without the yeah, nothing though. But um, all right, it's late. Um, we were recording late. It was the fourth. We were all doing our fourth activities. Everyone is hopefully a little bit sauced yeah uh, so let's get into this uh, <laughs> yeah i uh, before we we're gonna do pardon my blake uh as uh as you said uh last week but uh, i made a before promise. we get to that i just uh i wanted to talk about pablo lopez's only start this week it was so infuriating he threw one pitch <laughs> he hit ronald acuna jr with the first pitch of the game and at first the home plate umpire didn't do anything, but the Braves manager absolutely lost his shit. He came out and started screaming because I guess Acuna's been hit a few times this year. I didn't notice, but Jason would be able uh, to tell us that. But uh, there's no known bad blood between Acuna and the Marlins. But uh, the umpires got together. After like two minutes, they decided to eject Pablo Lopez. It was so frustrating. Um, Acuna came around to score, and the Braves won the game. I think it was just one nothing. And uh, that run was the only run to score. So Pablo Lopez threw one pitch, got me negative three and a half points. And if he gets me like 10 points, I end up beating Tim, uh, which I should have done anyway. And I am incredibly embarrassed that Tim has now beaten me twice this season. I am half of his four wins. That's rough. That is rough. Not as rough (sighs) as my life, but that is rough. (laughs) Worse than Uh. a two-time loser to Tim? Uh. I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's worse. Yeah. But uh, anyway, let's uh, let's stop talking about <laughs> things right. that I'm not good at, and let's get yeah. into things that I am sort of good at. Let's do um, it. So it's another episode of Pardon My Blake. All ten teams will be covered. Let's right. get into it. WandaVision versus the Miami Gators. Uh, for Brad, Tommy, can you hear me? Edmund may not have been a pinball wizard, but certainly contributed with 23 points. Joey, Gallo did more than minor damage, mashing four homers and route to 27 points. Nate the Great Ivaldi probably didn't tell his teammate he's been playing like a big dumb pussy, but he did make the extra pass while putting up 19 points over seven shutout innings. Podcast darling Herman Marky Marquez served up a funky bunch of points with a near no hitter and another strong start, putting up 42.5 points over 15 innings in his two start week. But don't hate the Gators, hate the game. Nick Lachey Castellanos turned the heat up to 98 degrees with eight hits and 10 RBIs with 27 points. However, Eduardo Pablo Escobar. Certainly was a liberal alternative to actually scoring points as he put up a mere four hits over 20 at-bats, scoring nine. 
even Steven Matz was just a little too shy with his baseball, <laughs> with the baseball, giving up four runs and two and a third innings. But Mad Max Freed mowed down seven Mets over only five innings in a post-apocalyptic fury, putting up 14 points. In the end, Bradley Taylor Stoner certainly said a big, hey, dude, to Chris Blaze <laughs> Pascal, who must have been too busy working on fluid mechanics to care about fantasy baseball this week. WandaVision 11 and 2, Miami Gators 6 and 7. Bad News Red Pandas versus Team Genius featuring Coach Thor. For Zetland, Trent John Grisham was extremely firm with 20 points this week. <laughs> Miguel Cenote should just crawl into a cave after this week's performance. He had negative uh, 2.7 points and only six at-bats. That's hard to do. Brad Aloha, Mr. Hand, had some fast <laughs> times on his pitches, putting up 16 points over four innings with two saves. Alex Trebek-Reyes seemed to have the question for every answer, with 21 points over five and two-thirds innings. For Aaron's team, Willie Adamas Brooks had a smug look on his face all <laughs> week and moved to 40 points with nine hits, nine runs, and eight RBIs. However... Being with Brandon was like being low. Hey, 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 like being low, as he only put up eight points. Walker, Texas Ranger Bueller uh, kicked ass like Chuck Norris with seven Ks over six and two-thirds innings and route to 20 points and the win for Aaron's favorite team. But Hansel and Gretel Robles just couldn't quite follow the crumbs back to the house. He was lost and lost Aaron three points, giving up four runs in just over an inning. In the end, Hammer and Hank Aaron Wolf dropped it down on Josh, causing him to go Zet Linsane. Bad news, Red Pandas, 4-9. Team Genius featuring Coach Thor, 7-6. and six. Sporting a Woodruff versus in a heap. And a Todd Heap was clutching his tight end during this matchup. <laughs> Luke certainly had some cool hands, only putting up six points and 22 at-bats. <clears throat> Cedric the Entertainer Mullins was hitting the balls to Madagascar, putting up 27 points while going 10 for 25. But he had some competition from Ferdinando Magellan Tatis Jr., who sent all the baseballs all around the globe with 25 points. You say, can you see by the dawn's early light? Kikuchi, <laughs> K to six over seven with a win. Ian Ted Kennedy, though, left this week to drown in the Chappaquiddick with only four <laughs> points in two innings. Max Chelou Chazer was anything but with 14.5 points. He also found a rare stone at the bottom of Snowflake's tank. It belonged to a 1984 AFC championship <laughs> ring. It would have been a Super Bowl ring, but Ray Finkel missed the big kick. Blames the whole thing on Marino. We're talking mental institute escapee. I saw the guy's room. Cozy if you're Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> Adamant's players, though, were trying a little too hard to be goody two-shoes. With there's something about Merrifield had more currency than these damn Nepalese coins, putting up 26 <laughs> points. While Reese Witherspoon Hoskins had some cruel intentions toward my team with only a passable 15 points. Even with Vince Fontaine hosting, Anthony Betty Rizzo just couldn't compete in the dance contest with Danny Zuko or Chacha Di Gregorio <laughs> or any of the pink ladies for that matter with a dismal three hits this week and only 1.5 points. Andrew Jackson Haney shouldn't show his face on a $20 bill or anywhere for that matter with negative five points, giving up seven earned runs Oof. over three innings of quote-unquote work. Alec must have thought it was Hanukkah because he was lighting up the Manoa with 10 Ks <laughs> over seven innings for 23.5 points. But Jose Chuck Berrios was more like Johnny B. Bad, am I right? Giving up 10 hits over five innings with a negative 1.5 points. 
In the end, Sportin' a Woodruff was castrated, leaving his bits in a heap. Mm. Sportin' a Woodruff, four and nine, in a heap, seven and six. Low Snuts versus Crushier Corbin. The senator had Sean Murphy Brown, who needed a little more work behind the camera and the plate with only seven points. But Jared Brandon Walsh tried to be the reasonable, well-intentioned, popular guy at West Beverly High School, <laughs> but still went ahead and nailed his best friend's ex-girlfriend, <laughs> putting up 27 points with nine ribbies and eight hits. Brandon finding Nimmo needs to find his swing and his family as he appears to be trapped in an aquarium at P. Sherman 42 Wallaby Way, putting up only seven points. Chris was flexing his muscle and might find his way onto the gym corner chain with 17.5 points over two starts. Merrill Kelly Kapowski seemingly never ages and overcame exceedingly dire family finances and still got to marry Zach, even after getting <laughs> played by the creepy manager Jeff from the Max while putting up 16 points with seven innings uh, and seven Ks. Casey Jones-Mize got kidnapped and beaten by Shredder and the Foot Soldiers. He could only withstand the torture for one and two-thirds innings. For Blake, though, Trey Turner, uh, Trey Tina Turner got his very own Peloton ride this week, cranking out <laughs> the hits with 31 points. Gavin performed about as well as my stomach after eating at the Lux Cafe in Vegas with 10 <laughs> points. <clears throat> Joey Votto International must have injected himself with Compound V as he dodged the boys with 31 points, going 10 for 25. Hin Jin Ryu couldn't muster a Hadouken or a Shoryuken, <laughs> losing to M. Bison with four earned runs over four innings and negative 2.5 points. But Daniel the Bard was full of sound and fury, putting up 21.5 points over four efficient innings. Corbin was burnsing more than the Gulf of Mexico with 17.5 points, working into the eighth inning. Los Nutty Simpsons kids, Los Nutty Simpsons kids once again foiled Blake Sideshow Bob Twilliger's plans. Mm -hmm. Crusher Corbin Burns six and seven. Los Nuts four and five. Midseason form versus Jacob Degrom for Jason Justice Juan Sonia Soto Mayor issued a stern descent against Todd's team with twenty five points. Cody <laughs> saved by the Bellinger had no hope with dope as he cost Jason <laughs> two point five points with ten strikeouts and twenty two at bats. Show, hey, hey, what can I say? I got a hitter, want a ball all day. Hey, hey, what can I do? I got a pitcher who pitched like poo, Otani. Went six <laughs> homers with four, uh, hit six homers with 41 points, but also gave up seven runs in just two-thirds of an inning. Jose, are you freaking keedying me? Exited <laughs> with tightness after just one and one-third innings. Zach Steelers Wheelers wasn't stuck in the middle with anyone, putting up 19.5 points with nine Ks in over seven innings of work. Chris kick his ass C Bassett must have been furious that he was stuck with the bill as he dominated <laughs> over seven innings with seven Ks and 20.5 points. For Todd, though, Brian Reynolds wrapped up a mediocre week and that mediocre joke with 15 points. <laughs> Thai Freedom, not France, put up a patriotic 17 points while eating Freedom Fries, booking a vacation to the Freedom Riviera, and cooking up some Freedom <laughs> Toast for breakfast. Pete and Pete Alonzo celebrated his week by getting a dancing redheaded woman tattooed on his arm after putting up 25 <laughs> points with four homers. Mark Melanson Colley had infinite sadness with negative one point over just one and two-third innings this week. But Drew turned that frown upside down into a smiley, with 17 points, 7 Ks, and a win. Jacob DeGromit and Wallace had a grand day out with 20 points over 7 innings, but didn't get a win for the Mets. He also didn't get a win over Jason, who is no doubt still complains luring about something unfair about this week. <laughs> Jacob DeGrom, 6-7, and seven, midseason form, 10-3. and three. 
Well done, Adam. Wow, Thank you. that is Thank you, that Blake. is tough to do. Uh, that is uh, very impressive. I love the <laughs> got a couple Save by the Bell references, some some Nickelodeon. Um, yeah, we were uh, surprisingly heavy on the um, on the uh, you know it's like Ace Ventura or the uh huh yeah. And then there's yeah. the, there's a Ted Lasso spoiler in there, but uh, if you if you haven't seen it, then you don't even know. So then you don't know. It doesn't matter. You don't even you don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, excellent. Well, um, that was yeah. fantastic. I will so give you a I, chance. Yeah, this to was catch my. Yeah, and I did my. This is my uh, my pledge last week. What about your pledge? Yes, Blake? my pledge. I followed through. Um, I said that I would give uh, the breakdown for uh, Shohei Otani stats um, based on just to see how valuable he is in our league, and it is. This is a surprise, I'm sure. It is valuable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I. Uh, this research was done through June 30th. So it was after his, his pitching, the neg bomb that he had at Yankee stadium. It was after uh, his team had played 80 games, which is 49% of uh, the team's games. Uh, He's hit three home runs since I did this. And he even, (laughs) uh, he had more points yesterday with walks and stolen bases and runs scored. He scored the game winning run on Friday night. Um, But um, at, at press time uh, when I did this, he had 400.34 total points in pitching and hitting. Uh, Shohei, the pitcher, had 143.5 points in 12 starts, which is almost exactly 12 points per start, which who wouldn't be happy with uh, a, a 12-point start um, to be average? It's uh, for 143.5 points, Christian, Javier, uh, Rich Hill, James Karinczak, Jack Flaherty, they all have hundred between 142 to 144 points. Uh, it's about the 50th the, uh, pitcher in the points ranking. So not bad. Um, no. When it, is it, yeah, very yeah. good. So that's just bonus because where he really uh, thrives is with hitting, which is not a surprise to anyone. Um, through June 30th, he had 256.88 points. Um, which is an average of 3.4 per game in 303 plate appearances. So uh, Vlad Guerrero had uh, 337 um, plate appearances. So he's had more plate appearances um, with um, just a few more points. I think he had 310 points or so. Um, But Otani has as many points as Nick Castellanos um, uh, tied for fifth um, among hitters, which if you can have a top 50 pitcher and a top five hitter, I mean, that's yeah, how, how valuable is that? I'm just, yeah, I'm looking at this. It's like Nick Castellanos is right now the, like the, the seventh best hitter. Yeah. So he's, he's right basically, there. Yeah. The craziest thing is his pace for the season yeah. is 811 points, which is, oh to put God. it in perspective, uh, in 2019, which was obviously the last 162 game season, Mike Trout had 557 points and he was the top point scorer. So to have 250 points more than than the you know the seventy dollar player or whatever right, he goes right. for um, to just have that many more points and to be able to use him he needed Jason needed virtually every single point that um, Otani got him this week based on right. uh, you know he only beat um, Todd by like four points or something so yeah. uh, it uh, it just shows just how valuable he is. And I don't know how much he's going to go for in a couple of years, but obviously there's a lot of time uh, until then. But he is to have to be on pace for 811 points through half of the season is just it's just crazy. I feel it's like wild. we need to have him. I think we need to have him on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we need to do it. We should Let's see if we can out. get him on. 
let's reach out, have our people reach out to his people. Uh, or maybe, maybe we just need to have, uh, he could be listening. He could be the 11th listener. <laughs> we need, um, what we really need is uh, we just have to have a Shohei segment every single week. I think that's, it's like a, we'll have that as a, a new segment. Every week we'll just. The we'll shocking thing that him. he does each week. Something it's, that he uh, does. Yeah. yeah. We, we seem to always talk about him. Yeah. We seem to always talk about Vlad Guerrero. Uh, and we always seem to talk about Herman Marquez. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like he had that, another great. Hey, darling. he had another. Is it? These are darlings. These are our darlings. These are our, these are our people. These are our people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my goodness. Well, yeah. it's some league history made this week, right? Yeah. Congratulations to Brad on setting the weekly points record. It was, uh, speaking of lots of points, 443, besting uh, the previous mark of 434 by uh, you, Adam, in, tw- uh, in 2013. Eight years. <laughs> eight years. Records were meant to be broken. Yes. Um, I appreciate it. I'll appreciate it more if he doesn't win the league because then it'll be like an M- I think I win the I think I won the league that year. You probably um, did. So it was, uh, it was uh, you know, but anyway, <laughs> I can't live in the past glory. The only thing I'm good at now are really cheesy name puns. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we love it. Way. Yeah. At least I at least I know I won't get kicked out of the league because then I wouldn't do this anymore. No, exactly. We need you. Yeah. If that, yeah. But anyway, you. congrats. Happy trails. Happy, happy for Brad. Um, <laughs> outstanding it's yeah. it's really it's awesome it's, it's a nice fun. record to have. it's fun yeah it's very fun <laughs> it's a fun record all right well um before we wrap up this week's episode of blake on balls is there anything uh, that you want to add adam yeah i have a little story to add um some of us uh in this league some of our listeners know who josh raywich is um he was the uh communications vp i believe when when uh when some of us used to kind of work at dodger stadium so Oddly enough, I, so I'm right now at Joel Gordine's house in Folsom. Joel used to be an actor, and he had an, this agent, and another one of the actors in the same agent is Ryan Coble, who a lot of mm-hmm. you know. Sure. Um, and Ryan somehow knew this uh, gal, uh, Maria, through, I think, Joel's agent or whatever. And she's a reporter. She's a report, kind of like, uh, she does like local access TV and is a reporter and would go to Dodger Stadium every day, and Ryan would hold the camera sometimes, and he's like, hey, I have my, this friend Adam who really loves baseball. Like, you should have him do it. So I came and did it a bunch, and we hit it off. And then over time, I think, yeah, Josh did it, and Aaron did it, and Jason did it. So we all got this crazy access to Dodger Stadium um, as these, you know, cameramen, uh, camera people, and got to go in the locker rooms and interview players. And it was just crazy. It was just awesome. it's kind of surreal that this happened. But Josh yeah. Raywich was always the um, communications director there. So he was in charge of, you know, people's credentials and whatever. And, and he just, what struck me about him is he, we were just, I mean, in, in retrospect, I mean, we were just, we didn't know what we were doing. We we're kind of like, you know, whatever. And he always treated us with like crazy respect, like just as much respect as he would treat, uh, you know, any of the established um, mm-hmm. people. The reporters and, or... Yeah, the actual, yeah. the people that are actually doing this for their <laughs> living. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and he was super nice. And and so, you know, one one particular thing he did is uh, towards the end of this time, um, I have a, a, not really an uncle, but my dad's best friend who is basically, you know, partially responsible for me being so into baseball. And he used to work in baseball also. And he... And my dad's friend, uh, who's also named uh, Joel also, uh, uh, he was like involved in baseball in the 1981 Dodgers World Series team. And he had like a complete set of signatures except for Fernando Valenzuela. And 
And so, you know, I had talked to him about this kind of gig and he's like, man, if you can, if you can manage to get me a Fernando ball, I'd really appreciate it. And this is someone who's got me balls signed by that. So many players from my childhood, you know, like mm-hmm. Bonds, McGuire, I mean, all the, all Ricky Henderson, Nolan Ryan, I have all these balls and he's got, I was like, I'm going to get him this ball. So I very humbly asked Josh Raywich if he could get it. And, uh, he said, no problem. A couple of days later, a ball signed by Fernando um, popped up uh, and was given to me. And, wow. uh, and then I was able to give that to, uh, to Joel. So um, Josh Raywich is now the president of the uh, Baseball Hall of Fame. Um, he's, this is a, a tremendous um, job for him. Very and, cool. Uh, you know, I think he's just one of the good guys out there. And I think his, uh, he's the type of, of person you want in leadership in, uh, in, in baseball uh there's lots of criticisms but i think that he will uh he'll do an excellent job um trying to make this more accessible and treating people with respect so, yeah that's cool it sounds uh, like the baseball hall of fame is yeah, in good hands it seems to be in good hands um another interesting story about the baseball hall of fame is that when uh we all went to san diego to go see the first uh, world baseball classic mm-hmm. we happened to sit we were just snuck up into seats and we sat next to Alyssa Milano and in front of Dale Petrovsky, who was currently the uh, uh, the Hall of Fame president oh, wow. at that time. <laughs> and he knew we had just were just punk kids that had snuck in these seats, but he gave yeah. us his card at that time and said, "Hey, if you ever want to come to the Hall of Fame, you know, call me." Oh wow! Uh, which we never took him up on because we're no. idiots. But uh, <laughs> anyway, um, but that was a uh, you know so lots of fun connections um, and uh, yeah, so. That's my story. That's what right. we got. Do you think he'd get back. A, Do you think he could be a guest uh, on the pod? He'd, it sounds like Man, he'd do I could it. try. I could try. <laughs> he might. He might do it. I could try. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Janie actually knows him really well too. Oh, really? You know, uh, for oh, when fun. she goes and when she travels to uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Phoenix or when he comes out here, um, when the Diamondbacks come out. Cool. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, I'll ask. I'll, you, you never hurts to ask. We could try and get him on. All right, yeah. sure. Hey, why not? All right. that'd be, all. That would that would be a, a, quite the coup for the uh, Blake on Balls podcast. I love it. Yeah. Anyway, good times. Uh, happy right. Fourth, everybody. Happy Go fourth, America. Everyone. We will talk to you next week. All right. Bye bye.
Thank you.